check my YouTube channel, subscribe and share. Welcome everyone to Kimberly Speaking Podcast. And today we have a special guest, Ms. Shay Johnson, who is the host of With Love Shay Podcast. You can find that on Spotify. She is also the co-finder of High Point Fashion Week. She's a mental health advocate. She is a mental health first aid instructor, family and child specialist with Pinnacle Family Services, and founder of the Balanced Box Curator, Bell of the Ball Curator. Welcome everybody, Miss Shay Johnson. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Great. So first I want to dive in, since it is Mental Health Awareness Month, I want to dive into you being a mental health advocate. So tell me um, what drove you to doing that? What is your purpose? What was your inspiration for um, just aspiring to bring awareness to mental health? So it really started like when I was really, really young growing up, I was always the go to person like people wanted to talk to me about their problems and I would listen because that's just who I was as a person. And then, you know, I graduated from high school, decided I was going to go to college. I'm going to be a successful lawyer or so I thought. And then I, and then I get to school and I did not like anything about law. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? So mm -hmm. I found a psychology class. You know, we all have to take a preliminary course, mm -hmm. fell in love with psychology, decided, OK, this is my career path. And so it's just been gun-ho ever since then. Mental health, how the brain thinks, how people act. I always wanted to know more what made people tick. So here I am. That is so crazy. Um, that is similar to my story. So I started out wanting to be a nurse. Girl, that, that ended immediately. Yes. Because I just, you know, I you can't have a lot of empathy and then work in patient care. It's just right. not going to be a good fit. And then right. I found myself going to school for psychology. I've, I've just always been interested in, you know, mental health, what makes people do the things that they do, mm -hmm. you know, which led me to get my bachelor's in psychology as well. So that's mm -hmm. crazy that we would, you know, be on the same path. Mm -hmm. So um, in, in your studies with psychology, what do you think has, or oh, I'll say this, what do you think is the biggest obstacle in mental health today? So there's there's two ways that we can look at it. For me, I look at it like the big umbrella. What's the, the issue? The issue is lack of resources. A lot of people have issues, but they don't know how to seek help. And then when you narrow it down to, you know, your world, your bubble, me, I'm African-American, I'm a woman. And so we've always been taught, you know, what happens in the house, good, bad, or indifferent stays in the house. And so we've conditioned ourselves as a community to not seek help because it's shone upon. And so two extremes, however, you know, the resources are there. We, we just have to want to get the help. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, sadly, that is so true. Um, for some reason, in the African-American community, you know, things are swept under the rug, you know, which just is a domino effect. And it just leads to, you know, problem after problem after problem. When we are, you know, dealing with those issues and we don't actually deal with them and we're like, Mm -hmm. You know, they're in the back of our mind. Mm -hmm. um, it just causes other areas of our life to suffer. That's and um, that's that's a big thing that I'm I'm on, too, as well as, you know, the trauma that we deal with, you know, your childhood. All those things play a major part into who you are as an adult, mm -hmm. um, how you function as an adult and how you function in other relationships. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think it's so important that we do bring awareness to mental health and 
you know, a lot of people don't even know that they're struggling with it. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen many people who I feel like, you know, I can look and say, okay, that looks like you're bipolar or mm-hmm. you're doing it, you know, this or that. And you don't even realize that mm-hmm. it. it's just everyday, you know, attitudes, mood swings, you know, things that we're dealing with. Right. I was on a website recently and I was, you know, I took a stress test. And, you know, you could take those tests to see, you know, and mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you have a high level of stress. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. not realizing, but, you know, day to day, um, things just cause us to, you know, get burned out at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not taking that time to take care of ourselves. You know, especially as women, we as mothers, wives, um, we're so busy taking care of everybody else. Mm-hmm. We have to take care of ourselves first, which Absolutely. is a good thing. So let's talk about this. I don't want to switch gears too too much, but I do want to talk about your position as a family and child specialist with um, Pinnacle Family Services. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about that and what is your role and, and what do you do? So yeah, with um, Pinnacle Family Services, I'm just that family and child therapist, family and child specialist. And so I work with youth that are at risk for placement in foster care or juvenile justice or whatever the extreme circumstances is. And I come in and I try to help them to prevent separation within the home. And so, you know, I see all types of people, black, white, Hispanic, you know, blended families, everything. And so i I I'm very grateful for my role because I get to come in and kind of help. I call myself the superhero, you know, try to turn what was so they consider to be bad and trying to make it better. And so the kids are amazing. You know, some of these kids have gone through so much so early in life. And it's just like, I should be taking lessons from you. Like, how have you been been able to survive all of this? So, you know. You know, every day is different. I love my role. A lot of long hours, but I would not change it for anything. Oh man, that is awesome. You know, that is so needed. In 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 this world, we have so many kids that are suffering, that have mm-hmm. suffered. And like you said, they go through so many things. It and there's so many obstacles to them, you know, becoming successful, you know, having full lives because of the stuff that they've dealt with in their past. And it's just so sad, you know, that a lot of them go through these things. And it's really great that that's what you're doing because it is so needed. And I actually believe we need more people in these roles because it's so many kids that need this help. Absolutely. And I just, I just think that's awesome. And I'm, it's so funny that you were going to school for law, but you know, God had another purpose. So he's in this position to help his people, to help our kids. So that that's that's awesome. And it just sounds like purpose to me. So I feel like that's what you're doing. You're walking in your purpose. And I want to ask you what, you know, in psychology, there are different avenues you could have taken. You could have been marriage specialist, you know, all these other different things. Mm-hmm. What led you to ultimately choosing this path? So I've always been a family-oriented person. I mean, you know me, you know, we're from the same area. So, you know, I have a small family, which is me and my sister. So I've always really, like, really, really appreciated family. And so it was no-brainer when it was time to pick, like, a specialization. I knew I wanted to do something within the family. And so because I love children, I naturally gravitated towards the children but I always, always wanted to do whatever it took, you know, to make sure that the family was together because 
we don't see that a lot in our community. And I'm like, I'm going to be the change, you know, to keep the family together. So I know you mentioned that there aren't a lot of resources, mm -hmm. um, you know, in communities, you know, for people today. What, mm -hmm. what are some of the resources that you suggest and that you recommend? So a lot of resources that I recommend are those that are funded by the state or the county. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's holistic stuff. Church. Church can be a form of therapy. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I believe in God and that's all I need. Well, that's great. God is amazing. We love God. However, you also need to look at medication management if you have a mental health disorder that you need medication for. And it's okay to seek therapy. So look yeah. at finding a therapist. And, you know, for people who just need like detoxing with alcohol and drugs, mm -hmm. it's okay to go to a recovery center. Yeah. So all of those resources that are available to you, I tell people all the time, there is no one size fit all treatment plan. Yeah. You have to do what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And, you know, it's sad that a lot of people feel like, well, all you need is Jesus. Yes, we do need him. He is wonderful. Right. However... He put people in place. He put things in place, right. resources in place to help you in addition, because sometimes you may need more. Right. You know, so I just I don't feel like he would make psychologists and psychiatry and all this all these things just for you to not go and utilize these resources. You know, and, and, and there's such a stigma right. on therapy and, you know, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But it is so needed. And I feel like it doesn't even have to be anything wrong for you to go to therapy. Sometimes you just need, you know, someone to talk things out with, you know, I'm a big advocate of therapy. You know, I've, I've done therapy mm -hmm. just for different things and it, it is so freeing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I talk about that in my book as well. You know, it's, we really have to understand that sometimes you need extra help, you know, mm -hmm. not because you're crazy or you need this or you need that. You just need to talk out things. You need to have a non-biased person to listen to you, to give you, you know, instruction, give you resources, give you things to help you to get over some things or to, you know, get better with some things. Right. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean something's wrong. Maybe you want to get better. Maybe you want to be a better mother. Maybe you want to be a better wife or a better person just in general. You mm -hmm. know, therapy just really helps you unpack, you know, trauma, childhood things that, you don't even realize that affects you or that is a trigger, you know, until you're an adult and you're like, wait a minute, what is going on? You know, things you don't realize. And one of the things that I realized um, when I got married, things you think that you're over or you're healed from, you're not actually healed. Mm -hmm. so, you know, something may trigger you and you're like, wait a minute now, I'm, I'm over that, you know. Mm -hmm. you, you, it brings up those issues. It brings up those triggers that you thought were long gone, but they're actually not. Right. So, and that's why I'm a big advocate of, you know, couples therapy, marriage therapy, marriage therapy. And it doesn't have to be anything wrong just to maintain, to build and strengthen what you already have. Right. So I, I want to talk about um, shifting gears a little bit. Okay. With, podcast, with love, Shay. Uh -huh. Yes. So, Tell me the inspiration behind that. Tell me what brought that into fruition. Yeah. Give me all the tea. <laughs> all the tea. Okay, so here it goes. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> so With Love Shake um, came about in 2020, COVID. COVID oh, wow. was yeah. the inspiration behind my podcast. You know, me being in therapy, being in mental health, I knew what it felt like to be able to 
help people. Yes. But here I am, bubbly, outgoing, and we're told you have to stay at home, yeah. shut down, you can't go anywhere. And so for me, I've always dealt with anxiety off and on all my life. But with COVID, it was amplified. And I guess it was because we were made to be by ourselves. And yeah. that was overwhelming for me. Yeah. So I started journaling. I started writing things that I tell my clients. Mm -hmm. Started writing, started journaling. And then I'm like, hmm, you said <laughs> you wanted to do a podcast, but you didn't have time. Now, <laughs> you have nothing but time. So how serious are you? And so I did a demo. I put it out on Facebook, like the voice clips, okay. just to see if people would be interested in it. Okay. Great feedback. And so that was my signal to go. And here we are a year later. That is crazy. I'm telling you, COVID, you know, I understand. It was horrible. It was horrible. You know, it was a horrible time, you know, in the world. However, I, you know, I was talking with someone else. It birthed so many things mm -hmm. that people were supposed to do, but never had the time to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I was telling someone I finished my book. You know, mm -hmm. I started my podcast. I, I did so many things that were just unfinished and I didn't have the time to do. Whereas mm -hmm. I would need to sit down like, okay, well, mm -hmm. what can I do now? I'm going to finish all these things that I started that I've gotten, you know, gotten into and haven't finished. And it just right. really gives you time to sit and think and just do the things that you need to do. Absolutely. You know, I know a lot of people who, you know, they excelled during COVID. You know, they were able to, you know, birth businesses, you know, write books, do a lot of the things that they didn't have time to do. Mm -hmm. So while it was a bad, you know, thing, it birthed good things. And you know what Romans, Romans 8.28 says? <laughs> work together you know it was a bad thing but it birthed some good things absolutely for, you know some people and you know we don't want to make light of it because it was horrible it was yeah. a pandemic um mm -hmm. but you gotta look beyond that you know you have to see what god did in spite of right you know this tragedy so um also i know that you are the co-founder of high point fashion week so how did you get into fashion girl so I've always loved fashion. I mean, I've always loved to look cute, you know, keep it fly, keep it fancy. <laughs> and so it was just one of those, <laughs> it was just one of those things that is like, you know, I always said mental health was my serious job. Like that's my profession. That's my bread and butter. But if I had to live like my life any kind of way, I would always want to be a fashion designer. And so I kind of took that inspiration and was like, what can I do that's lighthearted, that's fun, that still brings the family together? And I came up with fashion shows. So it was kind of like, again, I'm working for the community, but it's fun. Absolutely. So how often do you hold these fashion shows? And, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, how do you get the word out to people? How do you let people know? How are you, you know, getting people to come model for you? Yeah. Or what is your process? So when I first started in 2019, I actually was following the lead of my partner at the time because he was doing adult shows. And again, you know, kids overwhelming, nobody wants to work with them. And I'm yes. like, I'll take it on the challenge because why not? So we started with that. And so I kind of just built off of his audience. And then from there, 
I decided I wanted to do more shows because it was fun. It was great. And so I did a show in 2020, 2020, 2021. Amazing. After that, we decided, okay, We've done shows separately. Let's work together. So we oh, found okay. it, you know, we found it High Point Fashion Week. And okay. so that process has been amazing. You know, the city has been receptive. We host casting calls, social media presence, okay. of course, is important. Um, word of mouth, news, radio. We do it all. We want people to know that there's something here in the city that you can partake in. And it's been okay. amazing. Oh man, that sounds awesome. So do you see um this, you know, going to other states, other cities? Like what's your what's your plan for it? What's your vision? All right, so I'm about to drop the mic on you. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually are currently working right now on Enfield Fashion Week. So Enfield will have a fashion week starting next year. Um, We've spoken to the mayor. We've gotten the approval from the city. So I will be hosting, producing the first fashion week for Enfield in 2024. Okay, that is awesome. See, I knew. I felt like, you know, I'm like, when you you have success in the area, like you got to bring that you got to bring that to other areas because they need that. And, you know, yeah. Enfield, just bring all that culture, bring all yeah. that, bring all that down there. They need that, you know, positivity, positive things going on, you know, yes. for the community. So that That's is awesome. Great. Yes, I'm excited. I'm like, you know, I've done it in every other place. Why not bring it home? Yeah. So I'm Absolutely. so excited about this. That yes. is so great. And um, offline, though, I want to connect with you. I'm going to connect you with this lady that I know that wants to get into doing fashion shows okay. and all that type of thing. And I immediately thought of you. And I was like, oh, I got it. So I got somebody for you. Okay. So I'm going to um, put you guys into connection with each other so you guys can map that out. Maybe you can um, mentor her and just Absolutely. give her some, you know, give her some pointers, lead her in the right direction. Okay. Okay. So the balance box curator. Tell me more. So the balance box actually is something that I curated. Again, mental health. Um, I love mental health. Like that's my life. That's what I do. So yeah. the balance box is a self care box that's catered to mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I came up with this concept again during COVID, okay, had nothing but time. I noticed that a lot of people were struggling. You know, yeah. with their mental health. Yeah. And, Again, lack of resources, not knowing where to go, telehealth, what is that? Yeah. I don't know if it's secure. So yeah. people are just not getting the help that they needed, yeah. but they were ordering things. So I, I said, what if I created something like Amazon, like Sheen, where you can get the resources you need for your mental yeah. health delivered to your door? And so that is what the balance box is. Girl, that is awesome. Thank Look you. at you, purpose. <laughs> Girl, you better walk in it. Thank you. Oh so, my yeah. gosh. Awesome. Yes, yeah, so I'm excited about it. You know, I, I again I sat on it for a while and I'm like, Lord, when is it gonna be time? And he's like, yes. just be patient and COVID and it's like mental health awareness skyrocketed. And I'm like, Yeah, it's yeah. time. Yeah, it, it was a really tough time for a lot of people. Um, I I would say for myself, I don't think I struggled with it that much. The the main thing that I struggled with was not mm-hmm. being able to go to the gym, you know, because I was trying to, you know, stay fit and keep the pounds off. You know, it just gets harder as you get older as women, you know, we like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, forever trying to 
lose weight or stay in shape, but just to be healthy, you know, just to make sure that you're being physically active. So that was a hard thing for me. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. I tried to work out at home and, you know, find little tracks to walk on where you're not really, you know, in, in with a lot of people, you know, you have the outside, you can kind of be your six feet. And, you know, that, that was one thing that did help me. And I think being able to do that was my outlet, you know, getting out of the house, walking around the track, Mm -hmm. you know, doing things like that, trying to stay fit, Um, you know, being able to binge watch Mm -hmm. shows and, you know, just do those things that you normally don't have time to do. Um, So it it wasn't that bad. I I did hate, you know, all the stuff that was going on. That, That was a little hard, I think, for people to you know, digest or to deal with, you know, all the death, all the sickness, you know, people losing mm-hmm. loved ones, you know, that was like super hard. Um, right. You know, it was just, it was just really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's so good that you were able to put those things into motion. Mm-hmm. Now with this um, box, mm-hmm. are there specific things that already comes in it or is yes. it personalized based on the person and what they order? Yes. So there's specific things that come in it. There's seven categories that I try to cover. And so the premise of the box is you have a journal because I truly believe if you write it down and you manifest it, it will come to pass. So you have a journal, you have a pen. Um, We found that aromatherapy was very helpful for people, especially depression and anxiety during COVID. So there's a signature candle that will be in there. Um, We also have affirmation cards. I'm big on affirmations. You know, I do those with my children at home and with my clients. And so we know that if you speak it, it will come to pass. So we put that in there. And then the final thing in there is you can choose to have either um, sage because that was very popular. People wanted to clear their space. Or if you chose to like really tap into like crystal healing, you can do crystals as well. Okay. So it's a lot of different things in there for you, trying to cover the whole spectrum of what holistic healing is, but still making mental health the focus. Man, that is absolutely awesome. Mm -hmm. We got to give our guys the information before we get off today of where they can order this box, where they can get this stuff, because it is absolutely imperative. Now, for yourself, what do you do to maintain? your sanity what are some of your practices i know you mentioned you know speaking and journaling and affirmations Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. those things are absolutely correct you definitely have to do those things right what are some other things that you do in addition to those so most recently what i've learned about myself is sometimes i have to just unplug and people you know they get frustrated with me when i do that but i have to for my own mental sanity so unplugging for me really is like disconnecting from the world. So like phone, social media, I just need that space and that time to really sit with myself. So that's really a major thing for me. And I find that I do it often, maybe two to three times out the year, no particular time of year, but I just have to do that. And then I also try to work out. I love to work out. So I'm doing some type of cardio activity as often as I can. And then I love to travel. So if I can go on a trip, preferably I love the water, I'm happy. So those are my self-care methods that work for me. Yeah. You said a lot of things that I do as well. Like I love to travel. I love to, um, you know, sometimes you just got to get alone and just kind of like shut down, Mm -hmm. you know, not really shut down, but just shut out. 
Um, you know, our, we, we try to go, 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 go. You know, sometimes um, society will have us think that if you're not actively doing something all the time, you're not being productive mm-hmm. or you're lazy or you're this or you're that. Mm-hmm. But you got to rest, man. You have to rest. Um, stress is like a one of the number one killers today. Mm-hmm. You know, stress, you know, heart attacks, nervous breakdowns. Like you really have to unplug and you have to give your mind and your body rest. Right. And you can't just be 100% all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I used to really struggle with that. Like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm not this, I'm not that. But, honey, age will let you know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Listen. Oh. Sit it down. Right. Sit down. You need to sit down. Right. You gotta unplug. And and I, I'm learning that more, you know, now. Even mm-hmm. when I have a lot of things going, I'm like, okay, this week is like super overwhelming. I have all these things to do, all these goals I want to accomplish, you know. I have to just be still sometimes. And like mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything this week. I'm not doing anything today. I'm just gonna rest. Like give my body rest. Yes. I know you mentioned the the power of writing the things down. And then we knew, we do know that in the Bible it says, write the vision and make, make it plain. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you have seen come into fruition that you've written down, that mm-hmm. you manifested? Mm-hmm. Everything really in my life over the last five years, mm-hmm. I've written it down and it's come to pass. My wow. vehicle, my wow. business, um, you know, wanted to do speaking engagements. I remember last year I wrote that I wanted to do three speaking engagements because I was like, oh, I'll start, you know, I'm new to public speaking, but I'll start like three speaking engagements is what I wrote down. I ended up with six. And so it's like anything that I really write down because Mm -hmm. I know me, I'm a master manifester. So if I write it down, it's going to happen. Okay, so, master, my manifesto, girl. You better say that. I mean, that's, just, that's just that's just the power of who I am as a person, and so oh, right. it's not you know it's not cocky, it's yeah. not arrogant. Yeah. It's just I know me and I know I my power, it. and I so everything. School. When I said I wanted to go back to school because yeah. I set out for a bit because I yeah. wanted to be a mom. Yeah, like, I'm go back to school. Financially, I wasn't ready to pay for mm-hmm. it but I was afforded a scholarship. And so it's just like, you know, everything that I said I want to do, it may not happen exactly when I want it to happen, but it happens. Yeah. So, you know, there's always God's time and it's our time. And, you know, we have our list of things, how we want it to happen, when we want it to happen. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes he does it another way. Sometimes he does it when he wants to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. we just have to move in God's timing, but that is awesome. And I think that is so inspiring to people out there because I feel like the enemy would try to shut you up. Mm-hmm. He would try to send you, you know, negative voices, people that will discourage you. Mm-hmm. And you have to think those positive things. You have to, like you said, affirmation, say, it. you know, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So what are you telling yourself? What are you saying about yourself? Right. You know, right. And, and that's another thing. He'll trick you into saying things to mess up your destiny and your mm-hmm. future. And you, you did it. Because mm-hmm. you're speaking those things that be not as though they are. So, what are you speaking? Are you speaking positivity or are you speaking neg- negativity? Are you okay. speaking purpose or are you speaking doom? Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's one of the things I've always been a big fan of. You know, I'll speak the things that haven't even happened yet. And I'm like, oh no, I'm not lying. That's faith, honey. I believe God and mm-hmm. I have faith. And right. without faith, it's impossible to please Him. And faith right. is how it works. So you got to speak it, but you also have to move in a way that as if you're moving towards it. 
Exactly. You know, and that's the part that people miss. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you can speak it all day, but he's just not going to throw it in your lap. You got to make some moves. You right. got to move toward it like as if you believe what you're speaking. So mm -hmm. I think that is so awesome. And like, that's just, it's, it's wonderful. Like, just to hear what you're doing in the community, you know, at work, on your, on the, on your, on the side, on your own. Do you see yourself maybe starting your own business where, where mental health is concerned? Like, you know, maybe being a counselor, having your own practice. Like, what do you see as far as mental health for your future? So, yeah, absolutely. I definitely want to have my own practice. I actually am looking at going back to school again. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Going back to school again. Um, I want to pursue my PhD in counseling okay. education because I want to have, you know, multiple campuses, yeah. Florida, North Carolina, South absolutely. Carolina. I want to be able to reach my people. And I know that I'm only one person, but if, if I put it in position and put it in play, I can hire the help. So that is something I want to do. I also want to create a um, kids yoga station, yoga center, okay. because yoga is powerful and it's one of the, mm -hmm. you know, more holistic practices that kids can do that are easy. Yeah. And I also want to look at doing like, um, I said tiny homes, but I want it to be therapeutic homes for people who are transitioning out of detox, mm -hmm. out of recovery, yeah. out of halfway houses, you know, come into this village and yeah. get everything that you need here. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that's awesome and that's that's absolutely needed. Um, you know, it's hard for people in those circumstances to, you know, migrate back into the real world, as we say. Um, mm -hmm. and just to get back into the flow, to have the resources, the support they need, because the support is like one of the main things they need. And a lot of people don't have that. You know, a lot of people in those um situations, you know, maybe their family doesn't support them anymore, they don't have any more family, mm -hmm. or they're in a you know a location where their family is not there and they need that extra support so i think that that would be an awesome resource for people of the community um i absolutely think that'd be great and i mm -hmm. think that that i think that's a good thing man Thank that's you. really good thing it's it's like you have a heart for helping people and i think that is you know that's your purpose mm -hmm. it is so, yeah you you just have this this thing you want to help you know that's your gift. So, you know, just keep right on, you know, curating that gift. Keep right on growing it. Keep right on maturing it, you know. And mm -hmm. this guy is going to do awesome things. He's going to take you farther and farther, man, because you just really have a heart to help people. And you're helping his people. Leave it. Thank you. That's what he wants us to do. Yes. So he's definitely doing it. And I believe that he is well pleased with that. And I think that it is so important that, you know, people who support people that are trying to do that, you know, because it's not easy. It's not an easy thing, Absolutely. you know, and working in mental health is heavy. You know, you're mm -hmm. taking on sometimes that, that burden, that, that, that weight of other people, everybody, you're taking it on, you're taking it on, you're taking it on. So mm -hmm. you have to make sure that you are releasing it and that you're doing what you need to do for you to continue to be strong enough to, to carry that, you know? Absolutely. And so it sounds like you're you're doing that. You're you're, you're, doing, you're doing a good job. So Thank I just want to applaud you, man. I just think it's awesome. I think that everything you're doing is just so totally awesome. So Thank what are some other things that we can look forward to that you have coming up? Some events? Yes, yes. So 
what is this? This is this is May. So this is May. So June, really, I don't have much going on for June. May is really big for me because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So right now I am working on different things like social media wise. I do, you know, mental health minute every day. I do a My Mental Health Matters web series. So that is what I'm doing for the month of May. Um, right now I am in preparation for Fashion Week, which will be in October. So that is going to be huge for me, October 20th through the 25th. Then I'm going to be transitioning into the fall. In the fall, I will start officially start the process of writing my first book. So I'm very okay. excited about that. Yes. Right. Very excited about that. Um, and so that will be taking place. I also will be doing my second annual Bell of the Ball event, which is my girls empowerment event that okay. I did last year. So that will be taking place in the fall. And I'm working on a women's retreat, which is a mental health retreat also in the fall. So a couple things I'm working on. Okay, so Way too much, but I'm busy. Yeah, <laughs> connected because when that book is done, we're going to have to bring you back. We're going to have to talk about this yes. book. We're going to have to dive into it. I'm you know, excited some, about some nuggets, honey, because I already know it's going to be fire. So I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so like give us some give us ways where people can contact you, your social media, give us your website, anything yeah. where they can um just kind of stay tuned to what you have going on. Absolutely. So the easiest way to find me, I tell people all the time, is social media. I'm very heavy on social media. So I make it easy for everybody. So it's Shay Johnson on all platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, all of those. Shay Johnson. Um, as far as on um, my websites, you can find me on Spotify with Love Shay. Um, also on iHeartRadio, really all the streaming platforms for um, my podcast. If you are interested in fashion and you want to model or want to know more about that, um, the website is www.fashionweekhighpoint.com. And as far as my local people, my 252 family, okay, I, will, I will be... Um, releasing the official flyer for infield fashion week so okay. definitely i want you to support that come out be a part of that process because it's going to be big for the city man that is awesome all right honey i just want to thank you for thank blessing you. us today with these, these nuggets honey thank you for just coming and sharing what you're doing in the community what you're doing you know at work professionally personally yes. um you have so many things going on so many ways to help people to educate people and we just want to i just want to thank you i really do want to thank you for all that you're doing i want to thank you for blessing us today on my podcast you're welcome thank you for having me i know i'm like i'm not the little girl anymore <laughs> it's so crazy it's like it's so crazy how these years have gone by so fast i just feel like i've been in the world so many things have been going on so it's really good to see you. It's really good yes. to know that you're doing great. Yes. You know, I wish you all the best, nothing but blessings. And I, I just pray that God would just continue to bless you and all that you're doing. And that's going to be it for today, guys. So until we meet again, really speaking, thank you. Thank you.